2: Valentine's Day is upon us fellas make sure you're ready for wherever the night may take you our friends at Manscaped the global leaders and men's below the waist grooming are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day when your lady
3: asks you what you need for Valentine's Day you need to tell her The Perfect Package 3.0 by Manscaped.
4: So you tell your partner, if they get you the Perfect Package 3.0, you'll have your own Perfect Package to give back. It's also waterproof. Yeah, you can tag your bag while in the shower.
2: Let's be real, we've smelled the worst down there before. That's why I'm thankful for their Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep our boys from sweating, smelling, and sticking.
4: Now, you said that you've smelt the worst down there before. What kind of angle did you have your body at to be able to get a full, you know, bouquet smell of...
3: Pretty sure it's an obtuse angle.
4: So you can get 20% off and free shipping with code arcade at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you.
3: The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play.
2: Hello gamers, and welcome to Budget Arcade, the number one free-to-play gaming podcast in the world. I'm Scott. My name's Jeff. And I'm Jeff.
5: And I'm (laughs) Derek. Oh, wait, was I even supposed to jump in there? Did I screw this up? You're here now! All right, all right, awesome.
4: (laughs) Great start. We don't don't know how to edit. We just keep everything that's set. Awesome.
2: (laughs) And welcome to episode number 78. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game every other week, and then we rate and review it. Uh, We do have a special guest this week. Uh, Derek is here with us. Derek, you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Hello, everyone. And first and foremost, thank you guys very much for having me
5: on the podcast today. Uh, My name is Derek Moore. I am the creator of a gaming community called D-Pad Gaming. That kind of came up throughout the pandemic. Uh, We're mostly focused on, you know, non-toxic style of gaming and just keeping it fun. And over time, it's become a little bit more of like a mental health community. And it's something that I'm very proud of to bring here. That's how Scott and I met. And that's what brings me here today.
2: All right. And we will have the links to his Discord in the show notes if you wanted to join that.
3: Wonderful. Thank you very much, dude.
2: Mark, uh, what was this week's game?
3: Yeah, so this week we played Vigor. It was developed by Bohemia Interactive, which you may know from their other smash hits as Daisy and, and Arma. Uh, they
2: <laughs> have. Jeff, are
4: you doing Bohemia
2: Rhapsody in the background?
4: <laughs> well, that's what I thought he was going to say, because <laughs> <laughs> that was going through my head.
3: <laughs> uh, th- so they've developed a, a literal ton of Arma games, and
4: uh, uh, literal.
3: A, a literal, literal They
4: They put it on a scale, all the yes, games they've made, they put it on a scale, and they've weighed it, and it weighs 2,000 pounds. Have you
3: looked through their their game catalog? Have you looked I, through it?
4: How much does it weigh?
3: I don't know, but it damn near. as okay, a so you full metric do research, ton, like Fat Bastard and you in Austin just, Powers.
4: You just threw literal out there. I did. You're part of the problem, Mark. Continue.
3: Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. I'm not going to have it today, Jeff. We're not going to do this in front of Derek. Uh, Vigor is a online survival shooter. Uh, it was released on July 30th, 2018, and on the PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and the PS5.
2: <laughs> and we want to note that this is only available on consoles, which is, I think, is a first for us.
4: Weird, right? And like, that's a win for the yeah. console players. Uh, so, I actually was looking to try to play it on PC, and I couldn't. It was weird. Usually, it's on PC, and everything else is the exception. PC sucks. Yeah.
2: It... Oh. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna anger a couple of people in Discord with that. I'm sure. Yeah.
5: Don't worry. I'll, I'll lighten Sorry, the blow. No, I've, I've recently been bit by the PC bug, so I'm saving now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah now this game is cross-play available however there isn't a way that i found to be able to like connect to anybody via another platform and then like befriend them so like i could look at other xbox players that were in games with me and like go on their gamer profile and add them and then pull them into a game of multiplayer but as far as other players that were on other consoles I couldn't find a way to actually friend them to be able to play with them like later on.
3: So he- here's here's a weird thing about this one is uh the crossplay feature is Xbox 1 can crossplay with the Nintendo Switch and then PS4 and the PS5 players can crossplay but there's not a crossplay for everybody.
4: Well,
2: that's typical with the PS
3: uh so, I don't uh, I don't understand your meaning, Scott. So
4: what you'll find here is uh that our friend Mark uses Apple products, which normal people don't like, and he <laughs> likes the PS4, which normal people don't like, and Xbox is better, is what we're trying to say.
5: <laughs> Normally I would step in and like defend my PlayStation because I've been Playstation since day one, but like it sounds like a jet engine at this point. So like, even I'm struggling it looks with the like PS4, one too. it's brutal at this point. <laughs> I was trying so hard to hold out for the PS5, but you can't find one anywhere. And if you find one, it's probably not going to work right anyways. So I'm waiting until spring.
2: Yeah. Well, you could always purchase the box for it.
5: Yeah, right. Like, the, oh my God, some of the stories I have seen with some of these like flippers on the side, but that's a totally different podcast. We can rip those guys to shreds another time. Vigor. Let's focus on vigor
2: gameplay i want to say there's probably like two different parts of the gameplay in this game um the first part where you're at your homestead feels like a mobile game does
4: everybody else agree with me on that i don't know what you mean so this game confused me like yeah i didn't know what it was i didn't know and i uh, to be honest it's three games in one i'm hoping you'll tell me but you start off in like a lodge And you run around your lodge and you kind of look at things. And then, you know, I'm thinking I'm just going to matchmake and drop into a battle royale of some kind, maybe Mm -hmm. with some survival stuff like you would have found. Like a more uh, developed Darwin project, like actual like scrounging and surviving. And what I've and this is what I think this game is. So you guys correct me because this is what I think this game is is that when you dive into a place, you're getting materials that you take from game to game. From what... In a sense. No. Okay, Okay, so...
3: There's a lot, there's more to it. So Jeff got all that from the YouTube videos you watched.
4: No, I played the game! (laughs) I played the game! (laughs) All
2: right, so, you have your homestead. And on your homestead, you can build things to improve your homestead. But the materials to build, you have to collect by doing the quote-unquote missions, which is basically the main game. And that part of the game, you queue up with ten people total, so nine other people at at max. And you go around and you try to collect items that are scattered throughout the map. The kicker with this game is that anything that you bring with you when you load up if you die you lose all that stuff. Um unless however, you purchase you, purchase insurance. Yeah, unless you purchase insurance, but that's, you know, that's I am going to leave that I think for the paywall mark just yeah. because it's yeah, it kind of part of the pay, paywall but it's also part of the game and it's it, Yeah, well, we'll get to that later. But so, as you're collecting items, you know, you, and if you kill other pe- other players, you can take their items. The, I want to say, towards the end of the time that you're allowed to be in the map, a, I guess it would be like a loadout type of drop, drop somewhere on the map. And I don't know if this was just because it's close to Christmas time right now, but when it was dropped, it was dropped by Santa Claus. He would like I would fly.
4: suspect that it's almost certainly because we were close to Christmas. Well, Christmas yeah, is over, and it's still
5: in the game. That's so. yeah. So, <laughs> I, so we're
4: talking mid-July. And is All right, go ahead. Yeah,
2: so anyways...
5: I don't this know, that could be kind of is- cool. See Santa in a Hawaiian shirt or something, like summertime yeah. Santa.
4: Now, if they did that, it'd be fine. Because then they're well, still showing it, effort. You- yeah,
2: yeah right. <laughs> but see okay somebody's still santa, developing it's it. like a a light version of santa like it's a it's a stream of light that looks like a sleigh going across the sky as it drops this loadout thing so if you pick that up um it's got like a bunch of materials in that but when you pick that up you are tagged and everybody else on the map can see your location that's and why i always to... die yes i
5: thought people so were just pick... camping it
2: okay no, no, no. no, no. They can't that up, they, oh, they know camp. your position. Ah. Oh, yeah, they do camp it. But, yeah, they know your position, and you have to escape the map as quickly as you can. And there's escape points scattered throughout the uh, the map on, like, the edges of the map, but in certain spots. If you can escape the map with that, you, may, you keep everything that you've gotten. Now, all the materials you collect there, you bring them back to your homestead. If you queue up for another game, you only take back with you, any healing items and any weapons that you were carrying previously. All the materials that you collected stay at your homestead, so if you die in that next game, you don't lose any of those materials.
3: So one one unique thing about the gameplay here is that in any of these matches, you get into a map and you just go around and you're looting things, you're going into buildings, you're getting all whatever garbage that you can get, and then you can just leave. You can just leave. You don't have mm-hmm. to wait for the airdrop. You don't have to wait for anybody. You do what you for, want. Like,
5: if you're first starting out, sw- look, I, that's kind of like what I had to start doing to get into the game. Because I lost my mind with this for about two hours playing it like it was a battle yeah. royale or like just like straight up shoot and loot. Uh, right. Which is not. Once I finally understood the game, I'm like, all right, now, now I know what to do
3: is just straight up survival. So yeah, and, and the game doesn't do a the game doesn't do a good job of explaining the parameters.
5: Not at all. That was
3: that would probably be my one
5: ad, like tip if you're gonna download and try to play this game, is don't play the tutorial and then just be like, ah, oh, all right, yeah, it's a pretty fun game. All right, I'll come back to it because you'll forget everything. That's what I did. Like, I tried to come back to the game and I was lost. So if you're gonna check it out, definitely do the tutorial and then play a little bit of the game into
4: that. So, and that's kind of what I gathered from the game. So here's a question then. What is the incentive? So one of the times I'm playing and I'm sneaking around like this little cabin and there does happen to be a guy in the other room and I went to shoot him and he booked it. He was gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because obviously the penalty for dying is high, but what is the benefit of getting the kill? Just taking all his stuff?
3: Basically.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Anything that he's collected, you basically get for free because you've killed him.
3: And uh, yeah, I, I started. I started a match with absolutely nothing. I didn't have a gun. I didn't have nothing. And everybody else had guns. And I'm like, "What the hell is going on here?"
4: Mark, and you didn't have anything.
3: I had nothing. You didn't right? have any. I had nothing. And the, <laughs> you know, I, I had to. I had to sneak around. I had to sneak around in the snow. And I'm like, well, "What am I supposed to do with nothing?" And needless to say, I didn't last very long in this game. But the, that's that. What that was the fault of the game, in my opinion, is that it did it doesn't do a good job of establishing what you need to do. Yeah, uh, it's very much
5: it's a free game. You get what you pay for. Figure it out. All right, so that's where the tutorial I feel it does come in handy. But it's very hard to forget some of it. Like if you go and I'm, like you guys know me. I'm very big on uh, on Warzone. So I I'm going into it as like kind of like a Call of Duty player. I see it as like first person shooter. You know, and I did not get that feel at all. Like, how did you guys feel when you were trying to shoot someone? I felt like I was all over the place the first time I hit that that fire button.
2: Yeah, and it, I mean, it, it needs to be said that it is a third-person perspective. However, uh, you get ADS into first-person yeah, as yes, well. Yes, good point. Good point.
5: I did like that you could switch the shoulders yeah, to the can third person Yeah, you could switch the shoulder uh but overall though like because i'm going into it just trying to like shoot but even though you know I'll, I'll mess around with like fortnite that tends to be third person so i'm trying to think like it's like that kind of shooting even at that point it's really hard to shoot in third on that game
2: yeah and i believe this was a hit scan game because mm-hmm. i don't i didn't notice any bullet drop with anything when i was attacking people uh but it seems like the first person to shoot is the one who's going to win because there's no like armor or anything like that and if they hit you in the face you're instantly dead.
5: Yeah. Yeah, one shot. It's it's very uh like as far as survival goes, it's definitely realistic to that extent, but that's how you got to play it. You got to look at it like legit life or death. There's no respawning, you'll lose everything and now you're just back at your homestead. So I've what I came to find is go into it with just enough to have an edge. Like, if you can go to, like, your shooting range at the homestead and get good at actually being able to peg things and, and shoot people, then you can go in with probably, like, just a pistol and an SMG and be able to kind of peg someone down, take all their stuff, and then bring it back home. Because if, if you go in there and you get pegged by somebody right off the bat, you lose everything. I'd rather just lose one or two things and be able to rebuild back at the homestead.
3: Now, you, you do you, – there are other – avenues you can go in any particular match you can establish uh comms which gives you whatever some extra in-game currency there is or whatever it was i uh, i think that's what they gave you
5: uh, yeah the only thing i was able to do with the comm stations was just be able to reroute wherever the drop was gonna land
3: right but it also gave you like i don't know if you noticed but i after the match ended it gave you an extra bonus for, you know, for establishing those comps or
5: whatever. I don't think I ever saw the bonus because I probably got killed, I think, every time I tried to do that with the loadout. (laughs) So I (laughs) I got to the end of the match and I'm just like, whatever, send me the
2: homestead. Yeah, there's also (laughs) phones scattered throughout the map, and if you pick up one that's ringing, you actually will initiate a duel with another player on the map, and then you are both uh, visible to each other on the map. Oh, Um, no kidding! However, if you However, if you find a phone that's not ringing and you pick that up, you're the one initiating that duel. And if somebody else across the map, whatever, picks up a ringing phone, they accept the duel from you. And the only reason I found that out is because I picked up a phone, made it ring, was running around the map, walked into another cabin, and there was a phone ringing. And I tried to pick it up, and it was like the game told me you can't initiate a duel with yourself.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I could. I heard a phone ringing, and I never. I couldn't, I couldn't find, find the damn thing. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I had better times finding the phone that rings in Call of Duty Warzone, uh, and it doesn't do anything.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it does. That's an Easter egg, Jeff. If you pick oh, up the right phones and listen to the numbers, you can actually go to a secret bunker.
4: Okay, I want to tell you guys gives a you,
2: story. It gives you a code for a bunker.
4: One time we're playing Warzone with Scott, right? And he's like, hey, y'all want to be the juggernaut? <laughs> and we're all like, yeah, let's do it. So we go to this town place. He hits some buttons. All the doors lock. Gas starts pouring in. We all die.
5: Oh, you guys didn't solve (laughs) that one?
4: (laughs) Well, apparently he thought he could do it. And we're in there. He's like, all right, red, blue, 17. Go to that one painting of Alan Jackson. And then he just (laughs) die.
5: I actually was. I pulled that one off on my own in solos. That was. Uh, that's how I was able to do that Easter egg. Right? Because every time I tried to do it with my friends, they kept running into each other. They would screw up the numbers.
3: <laughs> There's a painting of Alan Jackson in the uh
4: no. In the war I, zone? I meant to say Andrew Jackson, which there isn't a yeah, picture of him enough. either, but <laughs> basically the same person.
3: Listen, listen. If you know anything about Alan Jackson, it's his discography is and
2: it's it's phenomenal. All right. It was right next to the painting oh. of Hall and Oates. All right. So anyways, when you're at the homestead, the only objective there is to build your homestead up. But this is what I said. It feels like a mobile game because you have this one menu where you can craft something for your homestead, but it's got a time limit on how long it takes to craft. You can't speed it up. At least I didn't notice that you couldn't speed up other than when you can get the uh, generator crafted. That speeds up the times a little bit but there was no way, like, to purchase a speed-up like you would in a mobile game.
5: How did you guys feel about the audio of the game? That was driving me insane during, like, like trying to go around. Was, foot, like, what specifically
4: was? Because I didn't... For me, it
5: was the footsteps. Like, I, I already think Gunshots, like, too. Yeah, like, everything felt so ridiculously loud. Like, it sounded so much closer than it actually was. Like, how uh, I confused yeah, I, myself I, I, so many times you? thinking somebody was chasing me, and it was just my character.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know what was really frustrating, too, is... On the snow levels, you don't leave footprints, and neither does the enemy, so you can't track anybody or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Nope. You know, whereas Darwin Project, they, you were in snow levels and you left footprints, so you could be tracked that way.
5: I feel like that would have been a cool aspect of the game to have in there, especially since it's supposed to be so like heavy set on like survival and instincts.
3: Like that would have made sense. So some good some good things about this game is that it looks great. the uh, I, I didn't notice too many like frame rate issues or uh, any anything missing when you're going in and out of a building or anything like that. Mm. So I thought I thought that was was pretty good for a free to play game. This um, and the maps the maps are are pretty large. They're fun. Yeah, they're fun. and they're 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 littered with things to do. And it makes the stakes higher is because you don't know where anybody's at. And somebody, somebody could be waiting right around the corner. And you kind of have to take that active, sneaky approach to surviving in the map. And
2: for, for that yeah, and, aspect
3: of this game, I thought that was fine.
2: And there's a lot of Easter eggs on the maps too. Like you can find trolls and lighters and like albums. Um, Ooh,
4: I, Hall of Notes. Alan yeah.
2: Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> but like so like i would like open up a car and like loot the car but i would end up finding a picture in the car and there was like an area circled and you like had to find that area on the map like or not really on the map but you had to find like where that area was that picture was taken and there's usually something there to collect as far as one of those like collectible items that are littered around the game Trying to think if there's anything else within the gameplay that we're missing. Uh, so I have was... a question. How do yeah. you
4: win? What is winning so, in this game?
2: Winning in this game is getting your homestead up to the max level, as far as I could tell.
5: Yeah, that's pretty much all I took away from it, too.
2: I mean, so... you get the satisfaction of killing people and taking their stuff, but I mean, it's, I don't think there's like... I. Well, there might have been a competitive part of this game but I don't think I unlocked it. Oh, yes, it's like a was shootout because... like
5: mode kind of like a team deathmatch where you keep respawning and coming back. It's more like free for all rather than
3: team deathmatch. And match. the map is small and yeah, it's a yeah, force but... it's a force battle royale for sure. Yes, yeah, yes that's there, a better there, way there, way Yeah, there yeah, there
2: was there was a couple multiplayer matches that you could do. I think you could spawn in with like a team of 3 and then like you all go after the other teams. I think there's one where you hold one specific point and then whoever holds it the longest ends up getting all the loot from it or something like that. Mm -hmm. I did not play any of those multiplayer games. I only did the single player go into the map and try to collect whatever you can. But I noticed that I think after 10 games you get ranked, which I didn't do enough games to be able to rank up.
3: Jeff can't rank up when he watches the YouTube, so it's weird.
5: I won't act like I didn't check out some of the YouTube videos just because like, when I was losing my mind trying to figure the game out. I'm like, I gotta do something. But quite frankly, the videos were brutal that were made. I'm like, screw it. I'd rather just keep dying and figure it out the hard way.
4: This is such. Did an any it- of
2: you guys get any kills?
4: Oh, no. Yeah, I, had yeah. this, I had the guy run from me like crazy. It was like he teleported or quit. I don't know if that's a thing. Like, Is there a penalty for quitting without going to the exit?
2: I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know
4: because I saw the guy in there. I had to jump on him, and then he <laughs> ran away. And I ran outside, and he—I don't know where he went. It is possible gone. he that he just got I away, had, or if he, I had like a guy that got
2: away like that. But I also had—I had a guy I started shooting at, and I got a couple hits on him, and he ran from me. And he ran into the water and froze to death, and then I couldn't get his loop because it was in the water, and it was in the freezing cold water, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not touching that. You can't have it. Nobody will. Then I had a guy that I was dueling, and he went into one building, and I lost track of where he was, and then he was able to get around me up on top of this hill. He pegged me with a shot, and I hid behind a car, and then I shot at him one time, and I guess I shot him in the face because he was dead instantly.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, headshots is, it's not like Call of Duty or like any other shooting loot. Really, you know, you keep pick a few. As soon as you get one popped in the head, done. It's very realistic yeah. as far as that goes. Which that I did like. Because you do feel like a beast when you get that headshot. It does, yeah, it, do, it did feel a little like overwhelming though. I think one of you made a point is it was always like three games in one. Because like how much stuff there like was to do. So it, well, d- it definitely took a little bit to figure out. But if anything,
4: we can say it's a very unique take on the genre. Very. Um, I don't know if it works, but it's different.
2: Mm -hmm. I I feel it needs to be polished a little bit more and then it will be. I mean, I like the concept. It was enjoyable. But I, I did feel it was like wasn't polished enough to be honest.
5: Yeah, there's a little a few hiccups. That's what I was like saying when I was playing. I'm like I, f- I kind of like I'm feeling different. There were things that I was really enjoying about it, but it took me a long time to figure out. I'll admit I'm gonna keep playing it to kind of see where it goes from here and also to see if I can get better because uh, right now it's dog water. But for the most part, I think the game has a lot of potential. but you, you know what it actually kind of reminded me of like uh, visually, was the old Uncharted series? There was yeah. some, I ha, it kind of had a feel to that.
4: I can. I can definitely see that. I
5: used to love playing those games.
2: I did like, and I can understand why this part of it is console only because there was um, uh, locks scattered throughout. Like, uh, I came across a shipping container and it had three combination locks on it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to figure out the combinations of this? But as you're scrolling the numbers, your controller will vibrate when you get the right number, and so you could actually open all those locks just by waiting till your controller vibrated on each number, and then you go onto the next number and flip it till it vibrates, and then you unlock your the locks from that. And I know like you wouldn't be able to do that on PC. I don't think there would have to be like a visual representation of that. That yeah, PC players would
5: they'd find some way to hack it. So I highly doubt it'd be a problem.
2: Yeah, they'd be flying in Santa Claus's uh, sleigh and shooting yeah. people down from <laughs> that up there. That sounds like
4: a good game. Can we play that game? well.
2: There's only one currency in this game. Wow. Hold on. What was the currency? I don't remember what it was called. Crowns, I think it was. Yep. Yes, crowns. Um, well, okay, arguably there's more than one currency. But the other currencies you have to collect in the game. There's only one currency that you can pay for. And it is used at the start of your games. You can wager those crowns to increase either loot that's in the map or the loot that's dropped from the airdrop. Or you can do use like 60 of the crowns to purchase insurance. That way if you die, you don't lose any of the stuff that you You can also use the crowns to purchase cosmetic, and they also have a, I guess it was called, it wasn't called a battle pass, but it was basically a battle pass.
5: Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that was where, like, I would, if the game, like you were saying, was more polished, I might be interested in potentially doing the battle pass for it, but for me, it's like, I'll keep it as a free game.
2: Yeah, and I, I believe you can actually earn those crowns through gameplay as well as from the free side of the battle pass, so you could potentially purchase the Battle Pass from the free ones that you get. I think I started with like 600 crowns when I first loaded into the game. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that that might have been just an Xbox exclusive because I know if you have Game Pass they actually gave you a few things in game through Game Pass because of it.
5: Oh, that, yeah, That's definitely got to be an Xbox thing because I didn't get a damn thing for
3: downloading it on PlayStation.
4: Huh. Weird how that worked. Yep, Mark. <laughs>
3: It's weird that they don't give anything when you can download it for free and you don't have to actually pay for the service. Weird, weird. Valid,
4: invalid, invalid.
1: <laughs> Replayability.
3: That's high. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> like
5: I, I'm deaf. Now that I've understood like what to do, I'm gonna keep playing to, to to see where it goes from there for sure. The maps
3: are big enough, and there's enough things to do in each match that you can you can go entire matches without encountering anybody. And so that plays into the re- replayability. And, you know, until you, if you're a new new player starting out, until you get comfortable with the game, you can just kind of slink around and collect stuff and then get out, come back in and do it all over until you get comfortable. So, yeah, there's, there's a high replayability factor here.
2: Um, there was also points of interest on each of the maps that, also can play into the replayability factor. I believe there was also, like, there's achievements that, like, if you were to explore all points of interest on every single map, you unlock those achievements. I think that was one of the Xbox achievements. I'm sure it's probably one of the trophies on the PS as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I unlocked a few trophies. I just
5: don't remember what I unlocked.
2: Yeah, and then you also have, like, the collectibles that are throughout the uh, maps as well. So, yeah, there's... There's quite a bit to do in this game so far, and I'm sure they're you know, still cranking out content to try to keep this game afloat. It's got potential. Uh, it definitely has potential. Yeah, I see, and I actually looked forward to playing this game when the, the days that I was actually playing, I was, I was coming home and I was like, okay, I get to try this out again and see how much further this game goes. It, it wasn't like, I didn't dread this game no. coming into it. I don't know about Jeff over there, but, you know.
4: No, I didn't dread the (laughs) game. All
5: right, listen. Well, do you think you would watch more YouTube videos about
2: it?
4: Oh, for sure. Let me say something. Okay, this is getting out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) I watched zero YouTube about this, which is why I'm coming into this podcast as confused as possible. I tried to play this game, and my brain would not wrap around it, what it wanted me to do. No, that's totally fair. And I didn't find the looting appealing enough to keep doing it. Uh it just felt like a survival game, which is not really my genre. I don't like mm. scrounging around for twigs and it, so and the fact that I I kind of like the idea of a survival battle royale, but that's not really what this is. No. It's almost like in the division when you go in, there's, what is it called? The the Dark Zone or something like that, where it's the PvP area, and you can lose what you have on you if you get killed, but there's a risk-reward with that. and it's, That's what this sounds like to me, but it doesn't, it's so different that it doesn't make sense to my brain. And that's me. That doesn't necessarily reflect on the game, but I don't feel it communicated it well enough to me that I would be able to play the game and enjoy it. Cause you said so yourself that you had to go on YouTube to kind of make sense of what was going on. Like the reason you were able to play it as long as you were, cause you were determined, I'm going to learn this game. And yeah, um,
5: I I can openly admit that like that. that, It it became like sheer determination.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And what, what was here was not interesting enough for me to try to dedicate myself to it like that. So like playing, Uh, auto chess games, when they first came out, I was like, I'm going to learn this. And I watched YouTube and I tried to figure out everything. And eventually I got there because it was such an interesting idea to me. This doesn't interest me in that way. And so for me on a replayability side, there really isn't a lot there because I don't like the sort of scrounging around and stuff. And it didn't make me want to keep coming back. But how many twigs did you yeah. i don't know twigs is, uh, I, I actually didn't find any twigs all right god
5: but you actually could gather twigs and stuff because my guy did at one point he was he gathered berries and twigs and then he just dug a random hole i'm like is the guy about to take a crap
4: oh, it was very <laughs> now, see, weird because there was no explanation great for the game
5: it just put like the icon to press a button i pressed the bu- i pressed the the square button the guy just dug a hole and then that was it I have what no if idea you what he looted.
4: Had to poop in it and then you buried it <laughs> and then if you didn't someone with tracking could come by and say, "Hey, there's some fresh stool here. Someone's nearby and they could track you down." Now that's a game mechanic. Well, I
5: made my character go prone to see if like that was that's what would happen, <laughs> but nope, nothing came that's out.
4: That's not what it looks like when you're laying <laughs> on top of a hole.
3: <laughs> I don't know how do you poop, Jeff?
4: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> well, that's another podcast. <laughs> Check out the Patreon. Coming soon. <laughs> Poops with Jeff? <laughs> the Poop Patreon pod.
2: Judgment. All right. At the end of each episode, we vote on whether the game deserves our seal or not and requires a two-third vote to be approved or denied. I guess in this case, it'll be a three-fourths vote. Um, Jeff, what did you think?
4: Uh, no. I, I think it's a potential... It's got a lot of potential, but I don't know that the player base... I haven't seen anyone or heard of... like This isn't something that tends to trend a lot, like on Twitch. So I don't think it's got the momentum to probably keep going. It might go the way of Darwin Project. I don't know. That's just a guess. But as far as... I didn't enjoy it, but it is so different that maybe it is for you, but you won't know until you play it. But as far as for me, it's a thumbs down. I did not have fun. It did not drive me back to keep playing. All right,
3: Mark? Yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff. Uh, I don't...
4: <laughs> All that haterade you've been sipping the whole episode. <laughs> and now, you agree. Uh,
3: no, <laughs> I want you to tell us about the YouTube videos you watched. Um... I didn't watch
4: any YouTube! <laughs> I I will say, I have honestly... Uh, that's not true. Never mind. Go ahead.
3: Anyway, so... Uh, it's just... <sighs> It's a mix of a lot of different games and I don't know if it knows what kind of game it wants to be. And to me that was a turnoff. Uh I I I'm a I'm a third person shooter gamer that's, you know, I, I, I would prefer that over first person. Um uh, I like the survival aspect, but it just there's a <sighs> It just didn't know what it w- it wanted to be. And for me, and I'm sure some other gamers out there, that is hard to grab onto. And and when the game doesn't know what it wants to be, then you struggle to figure out what you need to do in the game. And it just makes the gameplay experience a, a detractor to me. And so it's not going to get my
2: seal. All right, Derek, how about you?
5: Yeah, see, if for me, if I feel like if I lost my mind for only one hour instead of two trying to figure it out, I might have given it the thumbs up, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with general consensus here. There's just a lot of areas about the game that I was indifferent on. I went into it thinking it was, you know, more my style of, you know, shoot and loot, you know, run and gun style, uh, but it's really much more in the survival genre. So I felt like I was more bamboozled, because when you see the trailer, It looks like it's an awesome battle royale, like survivalistic game all in one. Uh, But once you actually start doing it and the playability and I don't, there was one aspect of the game that was, I I could not figure out, I don't know if it was a PlayStation glitch or what. I just could not switch my guns in any battle. No matter what my primary was, that was just my gun the whole time. I could have a full loadout; It didn't matter. Bumper.
2: Yeah. So it's your bumpers. <laughs> so for me, you, you hold your uh, right bumper and it brings up your um, at least on Xbox. I hold my right bumper and it brings up my guns and then I can select mm-hmm. which one. Yeah, but it works on not Xbox. Like a, on this but one, there's not like a uh, fast switch, so you actually have to go into uh, like a, almost into like a the mini, menu. Yeah, well, it's a mini menu specifically for your weapons, but mm-hmm. yeah, even when I was doing somebody, that, it it's wasn't not working. fast enough. That was what drove me oh, to okay. go to YouTube because I'm like, I gotta be
5: missing something here. <laughs> Uh, and according to that I wasn't missing a damn thing so I don't know if it it was just a a glitch with the version that I have or or whatever it was but that was a huge turn off for me the game's got potential but I really like uh what was just said about like the game doesn't know what it wants to be and I couldn't agree with that more so uh you know I wish it all the best I'm gonna I'm gonna try it probably for like a few more times to see if I can to see if like it will get better you know like I'm kind of like a uh I don't know what the word. I don't want to say an idiot, but like, I'm kind of an idiot for things like that. I give it. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. We'll go with that one. (laughs) I give things too much credit. (laughs) So yeah, I guess I'm kind of like, you know, I'll give it a shot, but I'm going to have to go with the general consensus here that it could have been polished up a little bit more.
2: All right. I, once I figured it out, I like the gameplay. It definitely needs a major polish on it. I, yeah, it doesn't, convey well what the object of the game is and it's disheartening that it's like that because it's the concept is really good Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed the concept and you know i didn't dread playing this game like i have some of our other games so yeah i can't give it my seal currently not in its current state like if they polish this out and make it a better game and make it more concise what they want the players to do, then then I could switch my vote on this, but it's not going to get my vote either. So if I could have pooped
4: is... in a hole, though, <laughs> that would have given it some points. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different game at that point.
2: <laughs> yes, like if you could poop in a hole, and that would make a bear come towards it and then maul your opponents, then yeah, go for that. We do bears great like poop. ideas.
4: The bears are known. You don't know this because you're an Apple user, but bears are known for hunting down piles of human feces and then mauling the nearest thing. It's common knowledge. Look it up. Uh, See, don't you know this podcast you is fun market, and you educational.
2: Have to bury your poop. Yep, or else the bears will get you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, I was I was a Boy Scout, and I didn't I didn't learn that. And I feel I feel cheated now. Yeah.
4: Yeah, uh, <sighs> we won't go that route. We're moving on now, right? Yep, we are moving around.
2: <laughs> All right, next game that we're playing is going to be Crossout.
4: Oh, some game you just made up. Yeah. What is no, it? What is uh, this game?
2: Um, It is a... V- uh, vehicle like combat. It's metal a metal style yeah. game.
4: Ooh, ooh. Crossout. Right.
2: What is it on? Um, It's on Xbox, PS4, I believe on PC as well. But uh, you craft, like, or not craft. You uh, build losing up me. your cars. You lose it, and then me. it's like, well, you gotta, you know, you have to make your car, like, not make your car, but you like put your cosmetics on your car, make it the way you want, you know, kind of like a BattleBots style thing. And then you, I guess, you fight the cars. But we'll
4: find out. Yeah, it's and on. You'll PC. find
2: out in the next episode too.
4: Oh, uh, so social media, we have it. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash/budgetarcade. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Don't forget we now have a TikTok. It's Budget Arcade Podcast. Uh, what else is there? Our website, www.budgetarcade.com.
2: You can check out our Twitch page. It's a Budget Arcade Podcast as well. Um, you can join our Patreon if you want to help support the show. Um, you will gain access to our exclusive Patreon channel on our Discord. And you can join our Discord through any of our links in the show notes on our website, through our TikTok, through our Twitter, wherever. Um, Music is provided by Stimage, and you can download his music at metroidmetal.com.
3: Hey, wait wait a minute. Wait wait. wait a minute. What? What's your favorite Alan Jackson song?
4: That one where he talks about his truck. (laughs) But before we go, we really should allow our guests to plug whatever they need to plug. That's true. Oh, thank
5: you very much, gentlemen. That's very simple. You can find... Well, just thank
4: pl- me, because Mark and Scott want to let it roll.
3: Wait, what was that? I, was, I was more interested in, and in right your there. favorite Alan Jackson song, so it's whatever.
4: But go ahead. Plug plug your uh, socials and whatnot.
5: Well, I thank you. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, we're brand new, so right now it's uh, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Instagram. Find us at d.pad.gaming uh, and feel free to join our Discord. We have links in every single one of our social media outlets.
4: Including our show What's that? Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a horse's... Know. Never mind, we'll keep going. <laughs> Let's shut it down.
2: Shut it down. Oh, game on.
1: Podcast Network.